At first, I was hesitant because I felt like going to a counselor meant our relationship was failing. Man, was I wrong. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three things. First, I'll be sharing how marriage counseling helped with money fights between me and my wife, Nicole. Getting a little personal here. Second, we're back with our FinTech Spotlight segment. This month, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and share our favorite budget apps for families. Knowing how important it is to control your money, especially during these uncertain financial times, I thought I'd share our favorite apps to make the process easier. Now, none of them are perfect, by the way. That's why I'm going to share the pros and the cons of each, and then you can decide which one fits best for your family. And last but not least, we're back with another money quiz. My daughter Zoe is going to be reading the review of the month, and I'll be quizzing her with three money questions that we'll see if she gets them right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Da-da-da. All right, let's jump into today's show. A few years ago, Nicole and I had a larger-than-normal fight about money. We both had different ideas around what we wanted to do with some extra cash that was coming into our lives at the time. After paying off the mortgage early, we had around $30,000 per year extra available to us. I wanted to continue saving and investing that money so I could transition myself out of a job I did not like. She too wanted me to transition into work that I liked, but she also wanted to experience some more fun and enjoy a little more life today. After saving nearly 50% of our income for seven years straight, she was ready for a change too. My frustration with my career had gone on for too long and I lost my mind when we didn't see eye to eye on this topic together. Deep down, I really wanted to have more fun and enjoy more experiences with my family, but more than that, I wanted to go in a different direction with my career. I was not happy. I thought investing in real estate and a new small business would help with that. Our difference in opinion led to some intense fights, my friends. All the negative emotions, they started coming out, name-calling, days of silence, and sleeping in different rooms. This was our seventh year of marriage, and it was starting to feel like the seven-year itch. After some time passed, Nicole brought up marriage counseling. At first, I was hesitant because I felt like going to a counselor meant our relationship was failing. Man, was I wrong. Here's why. Number one, counseling gave us time to actually talk. With two kids under six years old at the time, we didn't get a lot of time for us. More often than not, we were busy cleaning messes, making food, and being interrupted constantly. You know what I'm talking about, parents. (laughs) When we met with our marriage counselor, we had one dedicated hour to actually talk. This was an uninterrupted time for us to really be open with each other and honest with each other. And since we had a lot of feelings to share, this was an ideal forum for it. Number two, it helped us communicate more effectively. 
after our first session, I quickly got over my failure feelings around marriage counseling. This was not something to be ashamed of. It was something to be proud of. We were investing in our marriage. I realized that our counselor was like a third-party coach that helped us communicate more effectively. Just like a physical trainer helps you improve your health, our marriage counselor was helping us improve how we speak to each other. I realized that I wasn't taking the time to really empathize with my wife and her feelings and her side and her background. Empathy can be a powerful tool if you take the time to use it. Number three, our sessions unveiled our backgrounds with money. During our sessions, we spent a lot of time discussing how we were raised. This opened both of our eyes to our individual motivations around money and family. Evidently, Nicole and I were not alone in this. According to a recent personal capital survey, over 75% of respondents say their parents influence their current financial habits. So how we were raised, whether or not one spouse thinks it's a right or wrong, truly dictates our financial beliefs. I learned more than I ever knew about Nicole's background during our counseling sessions. This helped me to empathize and grow closer with her. Number four, this time revealed that money wasn't actually the problem. The two of us were so fixated on money that we didn't take time to examine the root of the issue. Counseling helped us with that. I had a high desire to leave my career so I could spend more quality time with my family. Nicole wanted to use more of our money to update our home and create experiences that the family would enjoy. In short, both of our end goals were the same. We both wanted to put family first, but just in our own way. After this epiphany, we decided to give each other what we both wanted. In the time that followed our sessions, we did the following. We vacationed more than we ever had before as a family. We updated our kitchen. We remodeled our laundry room. We improved our landscaping. And I left my corporate career to become a small business owner. I absolutely love this new small business venture of mine. And I also love our updated home and the experiences we've had as a family. Taking my foot off the gas to enjoy more life today has been an incredible experience. As these past couple of years have demonstrated to us all, life is precious. It's important to plan for tomorrow, but loving today is a great feeling as well. Number five, we showed our kids that communication is powerful. Every time we went to meet with our counselor, we would tell our kids why we were going. We would say something like, mommy and daddy love each other very much and we want to improve our marriage so we don't fight as much. Although they were young, I think they got it. When you want something to work, you've got to work at it. Our marriage was no different. In addition to talking to our kids about our sessions, we were also very open with them about needing more time alone. This is still something our kids have difficulty with today, but they've gotten a lot better with it. They realize that it's important for us to have time alone, just like the one-on-one -on -one time they get with each of us. When the door's closed, they respect that. If it's date night, they understand the importance of that night because when mommy and daddy are happy, it helps to create a happier home overall.
Well, those are the five points I learned from marriage counseling and how it helped us to reduce our money fights. Enough from my side. I want to hear from you, everybody. What do you think of these lessons I learned from marriage counseling? Are you having more money fights than you'd like in your relationship? Please let us know by sharing this episode on your social media accounts and tagging me on Instagram at Marriage Kids and Money or on Twitter or Facebook at Andy Hill MKM. I would love to keep this conversation going. I think being open and honest about difficult situations like this can really help people strengthen their family tree. For six generations, the Jones family has been providing high-quality meats. And now, we're providing treats for the best member of your family, man's best friend, a.k.a. the goodest boys and girls. Jones Natural Shoes makes bones and treats that are sure to be savored by your dog and are made from the best natural ingredients available. Our flavorful chews are made from natural animal parts and will have your puppy drooling with happiness. From treats like sticks and chews to savory bones and patties, we've got you covered for finding the perfect reward for that special pup in your life. Jones Natural Chews come in all sizes, so make sure to choose the right treat for your pup. And remember, it's important to be supervising your pup when they're enjoying their treats to keep your puppy safe. Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. Or visit jonesnaturalchews.com to get started with our store locator tool. That's Jones Natural Chews, available at a pet store near you. For our FinTech Spotlight segment this month, I am featuring the best apps for families. Now, budgeting, everybody, it's a quintessential tool for creating financial stability in your life and protecting your family in the process. By setting a plan and sticking to it, you can pay your bills on time, create an emergency fund, eliminate debt, and invest for your future. And the process of tracking your expenses couldn't be simpler nowadays thanks to the advancements in fintech and these best budget apps for families that i'm going to share today to make the selection process easier for you i'm going to be highlighting the features pointing out areas of improvement and sharing the costs associated with each of the budget apps on our list our ultimate goal is to help you find the right budgeting app for your family so that you can streamline the entire budgeting process and build a foundation of financial security throughout your lifetime. If you want to try any of these apps out that I'm going to mention, go to our show notes of this podcast and click the links as I may get a small commission from some of them if you decide to try them out. Thanks for considering it. Okay, number one, Mint. With over 30 million users, Mint is one of the most popular personal finance apps out there. Nicole and I have been using Mint for a decade now. Mint is such a popular personal finance app for a reason. They provide some really great features for all users, including seeing all of your accounts in one central location, identifying which categories you spend the most on each month, a subscription management service that points out any recurring subscriptions you may have forgotten about, a bill tracker that informs you when your bills are due, a free credit score, a bill negotiation service that works to lower your bills for you. You pay 40% of the savings if they're successful with lowering your bills. And my favorite is just their intuitive app. I flip it open in the morning. I quickly go through and categorize things. Don't spend more than five minutes on it so that at the end of the month, when Nicole and I do our budget party, 
it's a lot easier and things go quicker. Now, like any other app, there are some areas for improvement when it comes to using Mint. The first one is that the app is entirely free, which is a perk, but you can expect to see some advertisements while using both the app and the website. And that can be pretty annoying when you're trying to update your budget or see how you're pacing for the month. But I understand with free content, sometimes you got to pay the bills, hence the mid-roll ads that you guys hear on this show. (laughs) The second area for improvement is that while you don't have to log into your bank accounts for Mint to keep track of them, you can't actually transfer any money from one account to another through the app. So if you notice that one account is getting short on cash, you have to log out of Mint and log into your bank to complete the transfer. Now, let's talk about cost. Mint is entirely free for all users. There are no additional costs associated with different subscription levels or any hidden fees. With a free download, members instantly have access to all features on the platform. So that's number one, Mint. Number two, Every Dollar. Every Dollar is a budgeting app created by Ramsey Solutions. I'm sure you've heard of this group. <laughs> it's a business by personal finance expert, radio host, and best-selling author Dave Ramsey. The app is specifically geared to those following Dave Ramsey's famous money management system. Now, as a former baby stepper myself, I can tell you, that his stuff works, my friends. There are some nice features to using every dollar, and they include personalizing categories so you have the ones you actually need, being able to split transactions up into multiple categories, syncing with more than one device so couples can use it together. That is a nice perk. Setting savings goals, receiving due date reminders for bills, tracking your debt payoff. Now, you can only do that with the premium version. So let's talk about that as part of the area for improvement. While every dollar can be a great tool for families who follow Dave Ramsey's money management system, there are some definite downsides when you compare the app to others on the market. The first downside is that the free version does not allow you to sync your bank accounts, so you have to input every transaction manually, and that takes quite a bit of time. The second noticeable downside is that it does not offer credit score monitoring or investment tracking with any of its subscriptions. I suppose that is part of the debt-free forever kind of mindset. Now, let's talk about cost. There's a free app and there's a paid version of the app. With the free version, you get access to basic budgeting features like budget personalization, setting up savings funds, and syncing the app across multiple devices. Now with the premium plan, that is around 13 bucks a month or $80 a year, you gain access to added features including connecting your bank accounts so they actually sync up, recommendations based on your purchases, and custom income and spending reports. So that's number two every dollar. Now let's talk about number three, YNAB. YNAB, short for You Need a Budget, is a budgeting app created by a former CPA named Jesse Meacham, a previous guest on this podcast, everybody. Based on a four-rule method for budgeting, YNAB makes our list of best budgeting apps for families because it helps out people who appreciate being proactive with their finances. YNAB is often recommended by experts in the personal finance space for a good reason, my friends. The app has some pretty nice features that make it so successful. They include the fact that it's ad-free, 
syncing in real time across multiple devices, having a central view on all your bank accounts, credit cards, and loan balances. It has smart categorization that learns your habits over time and allows you to split transactions. It's got the ability to have multiple budgets at once. It helps you plan for occasional or non-monthly expenses. Also, it helps you set spending and savings goals with targets. It's got a loan calculator and custom spending and net worth reports. Very, very robust. While YNAB is well-loved among its users, there are areas for improvement with this one as well. The first issue is that it's quite a bit pricier than the competition. In fact, it's one of the most expensive budgeting options out there. The second problem is that it takes more time to figure out than other apps. So many people may give up on it before they really give it enough time. That was our story. We, we spent some time on YNAB and it had some difficulty ramping things up and we just kind of gave up on it. And that could lead to certain people who tried out just not budgeting at all. And that's, that's not what we want for people. Now, YNAB is a strictly paid app, everybody. While you can try out the app for free for 34 days, the app and all of its features cost $14.99 per month or $99 per year. That's number three. Number four is Honeydew. Honeydew is a personal finance app geared to helping couples manage their money together. Honeydew has nice features for couples looking to budget together and keep each other accountable for their joint spending and savings goals. The features couples who use the app enjoy most are having all individual and joint bank accounts, loans, and investments visible in one spot, receiving bill reminders before due dates and tracking bills that have already been paid, being able to communicate with your partner about certain transactions right inside the app, having access to a joint bank account with no fees or minimums, and keeping certain expenses private by assigning them only to you. Now, I used to also recommend an app very similar to this one called Zeta. They have recently dropped that app for budgeting, which is a bummer. So Honeydew is now making the list of our best budget apps for families. Now, Honeydew is a great budgeting tool, but there are a couple ways Honeydew could be improved as well. First, there is no desktop version of the tool. It's only an app. So couples looking to budget together, they're going to have to sit together on the couch and look at one phone instead of separately on one large screen together. Second, their customer support is limited to a telephone number, an online form, and an address that you can physically write to. Users do not have access to instant messaging for support. Now, the cost, of course, we love free. It is free. (laughs) It's a free mobile app. Plus, the joint banking account within the app has no fees and no minimums. All right, to round out our list, number five is personal capital. Yes, as a longtime sponsor of this podcast, you all know that personal capital is a budgeting app that also offers an investment tool so you can track your income, expenses, investments, and net worth all in one place. Personal Capital is a powerful tool that can help you see your entire financial picture at a glance. Some of the best features that I've talked about actually just recently in the mid-roll ad of this show, you can track your net worth, you can track your assets, you can track your liabilities all in one place. You've got cash flow charts, you've got the budgeting tool, you've got a glance at your entire portfolio, including your holdings and your allocations, and my favorite, an investment checkup tool with data on your concentration, your sectors, and your 
your style as well as the fees you're currently paying to invest. Now, two noticeable downsides to using personal capital as a budgeting tool. The first is that it's pretty complex and many people find great value in all the features and customization available as I do. But those who are looking for like a simple solution, an easy to use solution, they might feel overwhelmed by how much this app can actually do. And the second issue is that once you have $100,000 in investable assets visible on the personal capital app, you can expect to start getting sales calls from their advisors. While you certainly don't have to allow them to manage your retirement portfolio, you're going to be asked at least once per year, unless you ask them to stop, like I did. Personal Capital is a free app for all users. However, you do have the option to allow their licensed fiduciaries to manage your investments at a rate of 0.89% for portfolios less than $1 million. That's our list, everybody. That's our list of the five best budget apps for families. Which of these apps do you like the best? Are you using any of these budget apps right now or maybe another one to manage your family's finances? Please let us know by sharing this episode on your social media accounts and tagging me on Instagram at Marriage Kids and Money or Twitter and Facebook at Andy Hill MKM. As a quick reminder, everybody, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation. To keep the show running and to help your buddy Andy smile, I'd like to ask you to do one quick thing to support this show. If you like the show, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That type of feedback helps more people to find and consider this show. To encourage you to leave a review, each month we do a book giveaway. So we received three reviews since our last book giveaway offer. This quarter, we're going to be giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. Things That Matter by Joshua Becker, Cashing Out by Kirsten and Julian Saunders, and How to Money by Gene Chatsky and Catherine Tuggle. And to help me pick the winner this week, I've got my assistant Andy Hill here to help me once again. How's it going, Andy? It's going well, Zoe. Thank you for hosting this awesome money quiz. What are we going to do today on the money quiz? Before we reveal, let's do another money quiz. Okay, let's do it. All right, Zoe, now that you've kicked off this money quiz, why don't I ask you some special questions? Are you ready? Okay. All right. Question number one. Recently, you've been editing some of my short form videos on the Marriage, Kids, and Money social channels. Mommy's concerned that I'm paying you too much money and your spending is going to go out of control. How can we help mommy know that you'll be responsible with this extra money and not spend it all? Well, first of all, mommy, if you're watching this, don't worry, you know, you know, you know, I'm not going to spend it all in one day. I am totally going to spend it all in one day. Oh. I'm not going to spend it all on fidgets. I'm not going to spend it. Yeah. So, but for real, but for real, mommy, I am not going to spend it all. I'm going to take at least like half of it, go spend it one time and the other half go spend it like next month. And that's why we have our month purchases. Yeah, that's true. What about those other buckets that we have? Does some of the money go there? Fine, and I guess I'll put some in my save, give, and invest. 
All right, that's the correct answer. Maybe that'll help mommy feel good. Congratulations, Zoe. You're welcome, mommy. Question number two. In the past, mommy and I have gotten into some arguments about things that we disagree on, and these disagreements make us feel sad and mad sometimes. What do you think is one good way to deal with anger after a fight? You've had fights with your brother, right? Mm-hmm. So what's a one good way? And then after that, tell me one really bad way to deal with anger. Okay, well, one good way for you and mommy is to like just kind of get her to hang out with you and kind of watch a show or have, or read books together or draw or do something like that. Mm-hmm. So an activity together. That's a good one. Okay. And what's one bad way to deal with anger after a fight? Spend all of her money on fidgets for Zoe. (laughs) That would definitely make her frustrated. Congratulations, Zoe. That's another correct answer. All right. Question number three. You've been making short form Roblox videos and fidget videos online for a while now, which is really cool. What are some ways you're staying safe when you're making videos online? Well, I don't show my name. I don't show my face. I don't tell them any information about me. I just kind of go with the flow and just do fidget videos, reply to some comments. I love it. That's great. Well, you're doing a great job. I love your creativity and I love how you're staying safe online. So that's another correct answer. Congratulations, everybody. All right. Why don't we jump to our review of the month and we've gotten three reviews since last month's book giveaway offer so can we ask our electronic friend for alexa pick a number between one and three here's a number between one and three it's two excellent well our second review comes in from Corey campbell and here is the review do you want to read this baby Thank you for this great podcast. I appreciate you and all that this podcast does for others. Excellent. Well, thank you for reading that, Zoe. And thank you, Corey, for sending it. Corey, we don't have your email. So, you know, you got to like take a screenshot of this uh, review and send it our way. Right, Zoe? And then after that, what what do we do, Zoe? We'll send one of the great books. Yeah, we'll send you one of these great books. That's right. Exactly. And everybody, if you want to be a part of this, leave us a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify and take a screenshot of that review, email us, and then you can hang out with us next month. It's going to be the same Zoe and the same books that I read earlier. So please leave that review and come hang out with us. Zoe, thank you very much. You're welcome, smiley face. October is financial planning month, everybody. So we've got a great set of shows for you to learn and enjoy. October 10th, next Monday, we've got author Jordan Grummet. He's going to join me to discuss the delicate balance between the fire movement and the YOLO world and how we can live a regret-free life. The weeks after that, we'll be answering more questions from the Marriage, Kids, and Money community and featuring some impressive mortgage-free and net worth wins in our community. The Monday after that, October 31st, we've got another Best of MKM episode featuring Kamiko Love, aka The Budget Mom. It's one of our most downloaded episodes ever, and she's teaching us how to stick to a budget. That's something that is a good reminder for all of us right now as inflation continues to rise and money gets tighter. 
Last month, everybody, we had an awesome MKM meetup in Orlando. I'll plan to do another one this quarter, probably locally here, so we can get together again in Michigan. I keep everyone up to date on those quarterly meetups in my newsletter, which you can access at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash guidebook. You'll be added to the newsletter and you'll get a free copy of my 39-page Family Wealth and Happiness Guidebook for free. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash guidebook. I'm going to put that link in the show notes as well. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Albert Einstein. Peace cannot be kept by force. It can only be achieved by understanding. Make time for your marriage, make time for your relationships, and truly listen, my friends. Carpe diem. 